Hello, and welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. Today is April 24th, and in an interesting twist of serendipity, it is also episode 424. So it's 424 on 424. So just a little interesting piece of trivia there. We're going to be talking voice today and listening to your own voice. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate you checking out the podcast, spending a little of your time this week with me, talking about and creating more meaningful photography. All right, like I said, today we're going to be talking about the notion of listening to your voice. And one of the things that I think happens to a lot of us, and we can all probably recall multiple instances in our lives where something like this has happened, that you get a gut feeling about something. Your intuition sort of kicks in that you need to do X, Y, or Z. Call somebody, don't call somebody, take a job, don't take a job, whatever it is. But there's this moment where you you get this gut feeling that says, God, I really shouldn't do this, or I really should do this. And when we don't listen to that voice, usually something goes awry. It does not turn out the way we plan. Something happens that we definitely did not want to have happen. We have an experience we did not want to have happen. We fail to trust our own intuition in that process. And I think that's a really interesting thing that we do. We, we in many ways, second guess our own belief in ourselves, our own understanding of the things that matter to us. And when it comes to creating our meaningful imagery, when it comes to creating meaningful photographs, I think that happens more times than not. I think there's a lot of times where we have in us a little indicator that we should do something or shouldn't do something, and we don't listen to that voice. We fail to account for our own understanding of what is important to us and the things that we hold central to who we are. And if we are going to create more meaningful work, if we are going to create using our own voice, our own vision to create work that is reflective of who we are, part of that process is learning to trust our own intuition, which is listening to our own voice. Part of, I think, the struggle we have is multiple fold. I think one of the struggles is we worry that our voice isn't important enough. We worry that the things that are important to us aren't necessarily important to other people, and we want our work to be experienced by others. There is a huge value in learning more about yourself by expressing your own voice to yourself to see if that truly is what you have to say. But I think for a lot of us, we'd also like to have that be a more communal conversation. We'd like to have that be a more external conversation. So as we work through those various conversations, part of that aspect of understanding meaning, again, goes back to, do I trust my own voice? And for, I think, of various reasons, no matter how long you've been doing your photography and creative work, whether you've been doing it for years, months, days, or just getting started, I think within all of us, there is this notion of a tipping point of something becomes so loud in our head, something becomes so welled up in our chest that we have to let it out. But a lot of times we will second guess that. We will ignore that. We will dismiss that conversation. And for whatever reason, and I think probably a lot of it goes deep into psychology that we've all experienced through our life, that probably goes back a long ways on why we make some of the decisions we make. But as we work through the process of trying to create that more meaningful work, trying, trying to connect in a more meaningful way to what we have to say, part of the challenge there is entrusting our own intuition about that. I think we know when we're onto something wow, this is a little uncomfortable for me to talk about, but it's important for me to talk about. 
I think we stumble on and we know when we're excited about something. We have something we want to say, so much so that we interrupt other people because what we have to say, we're so excited about, we can't keep our mouths shut. We get in those moments in our creative process as well. We're just excited to share those pieces and we can feel that. We know that on an intuitive level. And at the same time, on the other side of that coin are the things that probably matter a lot to you, but there's an uncertainty in that process. There's an uncertainty to sharing, a concern about that sharing, a concern about that conversation. And like I said, I think a lot of times that concern is more about the conversation we're going to have to have with ourselves than we are going to necessarily have to have with someone else. Part of our voice is sometimes thinking about and expressing and working through ideas and concepts that are unfamiliar or uncomfortable. And at the back end of all of that is something that I think is really important, which is acceptance. The biggest gift we give to ourselves in our creative process and in our creative practice is acceptance. We accept that what we have to say is important. We accept that the work we create is also important. We accept that the work we create may or may not be that good, but still important. One of the things that comes up interesting with voice is we oftentimes put a quality qualifier on it. Oh, I have something important to say. We make that decision, but I'm not very good at my craft yet. I'm not very good at my art yet. So it doesn't really reflect what I truly want to say. Well, that's a negative self-doubt conversation that's in lieu of truly expressing your voice. It's a qualifier to make sure that you have a safety net against the acceptance of what you truly have to say. So part of accepting your voice, part of owning your voice is to truly own your voice. And sometimes that requires us to make and do difficult things. It requires us to sometimes change our fundamental approach to how we do our creative process. It might require us to get new family, new friends. It might require us a significant change because we've got to find a place for our voice to thrive. We've got to find a way for our voice to thrive. And I think that's why it's so important for so many of us to find and have meaningful conversations with people about our work in meaningful ways. It's not about me finding somebody who agrees and loves my work and thinks that I'm a great photographer. It's about me finding somebody who can listen to my voice, who can listen to what I have to say, and who can engage in a safe, supportive way what my voice is trying to say to help me find clarity purpose, and meaning in that conversation. And that might be a good friend. It might be a colleague. It might be somebody who you just meet out and about at a print exchange. Who knows where that conversation is going to come from? But finding that acceptance of voice is so critical because uncertainty and doubt creep in. And that weird part about that is most of us know when we're doing something we shouldn't. This is part of voice as well. Your intuition is in your voice. And so as you're thinking about what do you have to say, and you think to yourself, wow, you know, I really should say this. I really want to do this, but you know, I don't want to upset my brother, my mom, my dad, my family, my friends, my community. But this is really important to me. This is something that matters to me that I need to talk about. So we don't say it. And our unwillingness to say that then causes an anxiety within us, a dissonance within us, because it creates a rift between what truly matters to us and what we're saying. And I think one of the big challenges in that is that we oftentimes are hyper aware of when we're making a bad decision. 
I can't, I can think of countless times, not just in my creative practice, but in my life in general, where I've thought to myself, I don't know if this is really the best thing for me, or I don't know if I should do this, or I don't know if I should spend time with that person, or I don't know if I should take that job, like I said earlier in the podcast. Whenever I've had that sort of, not anxiety of, I don't know, but wow, you know, this is not something I need to be partaking in. It's sort of if you get an ultimatum. You know, oftentimes you can walk away from an ultimatum and be way better off than if you accept the ultimatum. It's in that sort of vein. We have to get to where we fundamentally trust what we have to say is critical and important. It's of value, not just to myself, but to others. And accept that there are going to be times when I'm going to be faced with, am I willing to hold to my voice or am I going to let my voice be silenced? And I think too many times, particularly in our creative practice, we take the safe route. I call this the route of making the pretty picture. We opt to make the pretty picture versus my picture, the thing that matters to me. And that doesn't mean that what you do couldn't result in pretty pictures. By pretty picture, I put in the easy picture, the safe picture, the don't rock the boat picture. Not the one that says, this is the thing that matters to me. This is the way I want it to be. This is the thing that I'm trying to say. Those can all still be beautiful, simple, wonderful photographs. But they're my photographs in my voice. They're not my unwillingness to express my voice for making sure that it is comfortable for everybody else but me. And at the crux of listening to your voice, that's ultimately what it's about. Can I be expressive so that I am comfortable with what I have to say? That I am expressing what I want to say in the way I want to say it? That's where your voice and your vision starts to take hold. That's when you're empowered in your creative process and in your creative practice to make more meaningful work. Because we're willing to own that experience. We don't just always constantly defer to what we think we should be doing, but rather to know what we know intuitively within our gut and our heart. When we feel what we should be doing, we end up having that more active, engaged communication in our entire process. And so when we talk about listening to voice, ultimately that's what it comes down to. Are we listening to that voice and then reacting and acting in ways that allow that voice to be properly heard. We don't dismiss it. We don't not trust ourselves. We completely implicitly trust ourselves to do the right thing. And again, that's different than operating out of fear of the future. All this work again requires us to be heavily present in the moment, that in this moment, this is my experience. Not I'm afraid of what might happen six months from now. But right now in this moment, this is the experience I'm having. When we find and culminate and come to a pinhead on that, we end up with a really, really great space to create really great work because we're being true to ourselves. We're empowering our voice. And when we empower the voice, it gets to be clearer and louder over time so that we are more easy, easily able to identify the things that matter to us through that voice. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thank you so much for joining me this week for the podcast. Again, the Love the Serendipity of episode 424 released on 424. So thank you so much for checking out the little serendipity world of the universe over here. Also, if you're looking for information about the studio, 
keeping up to date with workshops, things like that, make sure you head up to my website, sign up for my newsletter. Currently, I'm offering up a free book on black and white photography. So if you're not a subscriber to the newsletter, go ahead and click on that. You'll get a free link to that. And if you are a subscriber to the newsletter, do not try to sign up again. It won't work. But in the next newsletter will be a link to that book. So you can download that. Thanks again for listening to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Gregory. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time.